So then it's like this. We're learning Daf Yemi. Daf Yomi is going to happen four days a week. So that means we're learning four days a week. The point of Daf Yomi is twofold. Number one, it's so that, you know, it's very nice to sit and learn Bi'in, but you have to know something. And if you sit and learn Bi'in your whole life, you're not going to cover so much ground. So number one, we don't want you to be Amaratsim. So we have a plan here. Four daf a week, you can do the math. I'm saying we should finish brachas plus something else this year. We could discuss it afterwards. That's number one. Number two is that the main thing a person has to, in order to be a lamdan, the first thing you have to do is be able to read. We want to work on your reading skills. Reading is a tool that if you can't read, you can't make a diuk, you don't have a right to an opinion. It could be you could say nice svaras, but we're not trying to understand your svaras, we're trying to understand the Gemara's svara. And therefore, in order to do that, you have to be able to read. So, Bikiyas is what's giving you the key to do so. Now, if you sit in the shir and you listen, you write in your Gemara with a pencil, etc., and you don't chazar, you'll gain some information, but you're going to be missing the point. The point is for you to build up your reading skills. You have to build up your reading skills. Now, that being said, you have to find time to chazar. The afternoons are... You have a lot of free time. You have a lot of free time in the afternoon. Between 1.30 to 3.30, yours. From 4.30 to 6.30, yours. To 7.30, 7.50, whatever it is, yours. From 10 o'clock, yours. There's time in the day, there's tons of time in the day. Chazer, chazer. I'm going to tell you two maizim, and then I want to start. Yeah? Maizim number one is that there's a student that was learning in a yeshiva called Lakewood. They went to the Rish Yeshiva after he was there for three years. The yeshiva at the time was of Aaron Cutler. You heard of him? Mm-hmm. Aaron Cutler was the founder of the yeshiva of Lakewood. BMG, Basement Rishkavaya. And he went to him and he said, Rebbe, you know, I'm learning. And I touch it. I can't remember anything. I'm it. I'm done. It's so frustrating. I sit and I learn, I learn, I don't remember. So he said, Yechazer? I said, yeah, for sure, Yechazer. So how many times do Yechazer each daf? He said, I don't know, two, three times. So Ravan left him. He said, you know how many times I have to chazer daft before I can remember anything? I don't, I don't chazer less than 60 times. 60. Yeah? Ravan Cutler. He didn't remember. He couldn't remember unless he chazered 60 times. There is a person. You ever heard of Vachatzka Lebramsky? Vachatzka Lebramsky was a yeshiva in a yeshiva called Stavodka. He wrote a commentary on the Tosefta. Yeah, his commentary, I'm saying, is people learn the Tosef to learn his commentary. We'll put it like that, yeah? So now, Chatzko Abramsky said, the Gemara, the Gemara Nima makes a drasha, v'dibar tabom, v'leib dvarim b'telem. You have to talk in divrei Torah, bom, and not dvarim b'telem. So he said from there, he learned, you have to chazer 42 times, 42 gematria, bom. You have to chazer 42 times. There's nothing he doesn't chazer 42 times. You have to chazer. You have to chazer. If you think chazering means to read it over again, once, twice, it has to be that you wake up and the Amos Aikunus is Shema Ba'aravis and these three different opinions. And it's, you don't have to, it's before Birkas Torah. It's just natural. It's part of the Amodaani. And then, and then, three weeks later, you'll still remember that there's a Machlokas Tanayim. There's three Machlokas, exactly each opinion. But if it's not that when you're learning it, you're not going to have it. It has to get in your Kishkas. 
So I'm putting it upon you, Yatachazer. Rav Kook wrote in Uras Torah, he said that a person he encourages people they have to chazer a lot. Arshalat. But if they can't chazer a lot, don't go to the next parak unless you chazer at least ten times. You have to chazer a lot. But if you're not going to chazer a lot, you have to chazer at least ten times. So that was the, that's the biggest kula I'm giving you. And I'm telling you, guys, guys who did this, the guys who come to me every year at the end of the year, like Rebbe, you know, I want to work on my reading skills. What am I supposed to do? This is what I tell them. There's no... You can sit on the Talmud quest and try to learn Gemara words, etc., etc. No, for hours. Take one Gemara, Chazret, again, and again, and again, and again. Every word that you don't know, write the word with a pencil. Write a comma, write a question mark, write a period. And now when you know it, after your fifth time, after your sixth time, so erase it. And once you can read the whole daf, you can read the whole daf without the, there's going to be no pencil marks anymore. You had it, you have a Kenyan. That's the name of the game, guys. So obviously I can't do the Chazara for you. What we can do together is we can make the initial reading. So the goal here is to make initial reading, make sure everything's clear. As clear as can be. You know, we're gonna the main thing is to get pshat. You know, if we read Rashi's inside, great. If we read a Tisvis, probably not gonna read a Tisvis inside. If we have time at the end, you know, if, if obviously if there's time for questions, you have to ask questions. It could be I'm gonna push you off, it could be that I answer right away. That's up to my jurisdiction. Um, if we have time to get more to be in, I'll get more to be in. Great, I'm happy to do that. But the main thing is, we have to have the daf clear. That's the name of the game. All right? So it's four times a week, 3.30 to 4.20, whatever it is. All right? To cover a daf, we could do that. I think I have 10 more minutes per almud than, than we gave to Ravadi, no? So we have time. Yeah? Yeah. I think to be active. I think there's a word you don't know. Write the word down on your daf. If you have questions, a question mark. It's a period, an answer, a period. If you want to get highlighters and say this is a proof, this is an answer, this is a challenge, this is a challenge on a proof. However you want to, but to be an active participant. Don't just sit here and zone out because the air conditioning, I don't know if it's the wood's fault, I don't know if it's the air conditioner's fault. It's hot, I'm also hot. I'm suffering from it also. But uh, the more active you are, the more active you are, then the, the more you're going to get out of it. But if you're like that, then you're done. You're done already. All right, good, Geschmack. It's very exciting, I'm saying... I'm planning on we're going to learn Masechus Brachas, for sure, at least Masechus Brachas together. As long as there's the most words in Shas in Masechus Brachas, out of any other Masechta. Baba Basra is the longest daft. There's, there's, there's 176 daft in Baba Basra. But there's more words in Brachas than any other Masechta. According to that, I trust the Vilna, the Vilna, the Vilna Goyen said that. I never counted. The Vilna Goyen said that, so I trust him. So we're learning the longest Masechta in Shas. We're learning the first Masechta in Shas. It's very exciting. Yeah. How many dollars are lost? 176. No, what? 60, 60. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64. 64
Yeah. Okay. Good. So says the Holy Mishnah. Yeah. Oh, guys, we're starting shots together. It's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's chazara. You also learned this. You also learned this. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to do two of these. Relax. I'll have to worry about that. You just hold on for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> when, from when did we start reciting the Shema in the night time? The Gemara here is going to bring different Tanaic opinions when we start reading Shema at night. From the moment that the Kohanim, the priests, enter their homes to eat Truma, until the end of the first Ashmora, now, the Kohanim are able to eat Truma. We know there's a process that if a coin is tummy, he goes to the mikvah. After he goes to the mikvah, he's still not allowed to eat Truma. He needs something called Ha'erev Shemesh. Arab Shemesh means that the sun has to go down. And after the process of going to the mikvah and then the sun going down, so then, once there's something called Tseisakai the stars come out, so then he's able to eat Truma. That's when it starts. So says Rebbe Yezer, you're able to say Shema from that time period, Tseisakai until the end of the Ashmur Rishonah. The Ashmur Rishonah, well, there were three different watches in the Beis HaMikdash. Um, they were set up equally throughout the night. So it's four hours later. If there's 12 hours in the night, there are three different watches. So the end of the first watch is four hours into the night. So you have a four-hour time period according to Rebbe Yezer. The Chachalmim Eimrim at Chatzais. So Chachalmim seemingly agree with the starting point when the Kahanim are allowed to eat Shuma. Just they disagree when's the end point. And they don't say four hours into the night. They say Chatzais halfway into the night, which is six hours into the night. What was the thing for when... They can start eating again? From the moment that the Kahanim eat Truma, it's Tzisa no. Kachavim. What was the word when they are told after they eat? After they went to the mikvah, there was something called the Erev Shemesh. Okay. Erev Shemesh. It's all in Rashi. I'm not, I'm, right now I'm telling you the, the Mishnah based off Rashi. Now, Chamsei disagrees. Now, seemingly he also agrees with when does it start, Tzisa Kachavim. And again, it's a third opinion of when does it end. So, Remingamil says it ends at Amr HaShachar. Amr HaShachar is dawn. It's the sun, you don't see the ball of the sun yet, but you already see the first rays of light. So, there was an incident that Remingamil's sons came from a wedding party. And they said to their father, We didn't read Shema yet. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to say it. We're not supposed to say it. Now, we'll see from the context of the Mishnah. But it was after Chatzis. But before, Amr HaShachar. Now, why was Amr HaShachar up after Chatzis? Because you're striking, obviously. Obviously, you don't become a Tana because you're sleeping all day. You're striking. So what did he tell him? Amr Lahem, he told them, Imlo Amr HaShachar. If it's not Amr HaShachar yet, Chayavim Atem Likrois. You still have to reach Ma. Velozul Bilvod Amr and don't just think that this is going on Kriya Shema, that even if Chatzos passes, that you still have until Amr Shachar to say Kriya Shema. But any mitzvah that the Chalim said that you have to perform that mitzvah until Chatzos, for example, maybe eating the Afikrimen, for example, Spiros Ha'imer, for example, the Ketiros Ha'imer, all these different things that we have that are mitzvahs until Chatzos, all of them is really mitzvahs and achi al right? You can perform those mitzvahs until amr shachar. 
mitzvah is their mitzvah, their obligation. The obligation is till Amr Shachar, until dawn. Yeah, it's in lo zu bilvod amru. They didn't, not this only, they said, right? Imagine if you're Yoda, right? Not only this, they said. Not this only, they said. Right? It helps you a lot. I'm telling you guys, if you read sometimes, pretending you're Yoda, the Gemara goes much smoother. The syntax, what did they, I'm telling you, Lucas was Jewish, right? No? I don't know. Fine, okay, I take it back. You got it from Gemara, you read the art scroll, I don't know. But the syntax, no, Han Solo was not Jewish. grandfather's. <laughs> Yeah, but everything that the Chacham said was Tilchatzis, mitzvahs and Achi Alamada Shachar. Their mitzvahs until you get to Amada Shachar. So Hector Chalavim Veivorim, when it comes to burning the Chalavim Veivorim, we know that when you offered Korbanos, there are parts of the limbs and the fats that you had the sacra that you had to burn, I'm sorry, on the Mizbeach, on the altar. So that could happen until Chatzis. So really, even though it says that you have to burn them to Chatzis, mitzvahs and Achi Alamada Shachar. Right? That you can. He's telling you it did. He's not bringing you a proof. He's not bringing you a proof. He's telling you halacha. He's extending it. Don't just think it's by Kriyashma, but it's also true when it comes to Hector Chalavim. And any korban which is eaten for one day, then really you don't have till Chatzis, even though the Mishnah say you have till Chatzis, you really have till Amr Shachar. So why did the Chachamim say you have till Chatzis in order to perform it? Really, you have till Amr Shachar? Says the Mishnah, to make a safeguard. If we told you till you have till Amr Shachar, then we know that people have a nature to procrastinate. And you push it off, you push it off, push it off. So what did the Chachamim say? No, you have to, re- you have to read till Chatzis. You have to do the Mitzvah to Chatzis. And now that even though you're procrastinating, you're going to do it for sure when you have a lot of time left still. I missed it, you didn't really miss it. Now the nature of this Din Rabbanan, we're not getting it into, that's if you learn Ve'in. Is it a Chiv Rabbanan? Is it that you're not even, maybe they were Oker, Dava Minatur, Bukum Ve'asei, this is a Machalikis Rishonim, maybe you don't fulfill Kriyashma, even after you read, after Chatzais, how do you read the Mishnah? Maybe it's a Machalikis Tanayim. These are all great questions, but that's the basic understanding. That Chazal made an Isser Rabbanan, a Chiv Rabbanan, I'm sorry, you have to read by Chatzais, and if you miss that, then you have to read still Midaraisa till Amrashachar. Yeah? That's the the Mishnah. So the Mishnah is telling us one did. There's a Chiyav to read Kriyashma at night. That Chiyav to read Kriyashma starts from the time where the Kahanim come in to eat the Truma. And when that ends, is a three mat, three ray Machlikistanayim. According to Rabbi Yazar, yeah, it's the end of the Ashmari Shana, four hours. According to the Chamim, you have Tilchatsais. And according to Rabbi Gamliel, Midaraisa, you have Midarabon, you have to Chatzis, but Midaraisa, it's really to Amara Shachar. Yeah? Kishmak? Yeah, it was until Chatzot. That was a Chachamim. Rengam says you really have to Amara Shachar. He doesn't disagree with the Chachamim. The Chachamim say Chatzis, that's only Midarabon, but Midaraisa, you really have to Amara Shachar. Now, comes on the Gemara. And he has a Kasha. Tanehi Chakoi. Diktoni Me'emasai. First of all, Where's the Mishnah coming from? They can ask, from when do you read Kriyashima? From when do you read Kriyashima is assuming that we know there's a Chiv to say Kriyashima. So why didn't the Mishnah start from there? You have to say Kriyashima. So first of all, ask the Gemara Kasha, Tana, the Tana, the author of the Mishnah, Hei where is he standing? Where is he coming from? Diktani, that he thought, Meimasai, that he asked the question, Meimasai. 
Vesu, and furthermore, Maishnal, what's the difference? Tatani Ba'arvis Beresha. Why does it talk about Kriyashma of the nighttime first? This needs a Shachris Beresha. Really, it should teach Kriyashma of the morning first. So, two questions. Number one, where did he know the Chiyah from? And number two, why are you starting from the nighttime? You should start from the daytime. That the Gemara answers as follows. Tana Krokoi. The Tana, the author of the Mishnah, is coming from a Pasuk. Dechsiv. Like it says in the Chumash, Bishok Bechov Kumecho. When you lie down and when you get up. Vahachik Tani. And this is what the Tana of the Mishnah is meaning, teaching us. Zman Kriyashma Deshkiva Amos. The time for reading the Kriyashma when you're lying down of Bishok Becho, which the Pasuk brings first. Amos, when is that? When is that? From the time period that the Kahanim go to eat the Truma. So number one, we sourced it from the Pasuk V'shach V'chov Kamecha. There's a Chiv to say Kriyashma. Number two, we have an answer. Why do we start with nighttime? Because the Pasuk itself starts with V'shach V'chov, when you lie down. And Kumecha is when you get up. So that's number one. That's the first answer. Or we have a second answer. Now, the Ibis Ema, you always have to ask yourself, we have two questions here. So which is the question is this Ibis Ema coming to address? Is it coming to address one of them? Is it coming to address both of them? It's only one. Which one? So let's see. So he says, We could derive from the creation of the world. When it comes to creation of the world, it says, It says there was night, and then there was day on the first day. So the same way that Hashem started from the night, and then he continued to the day, so too, when we're discussing Chiyuvim, we start from the night and continue from the day. So it seems like the Ibe Seima is coming to address only the second question. The first question we know, there's a Chiyuv to say Kriyashma from Mishach Bukhov Kumecha. Now, why does the Torah follow that order? That's one way to say it. Or why did the Tana follow that order? That's another way to say it. Right? It's a slightly different nuance. The reason we know is because the pattern of the day established from was that we start from night and continue into day. Yes, the Gemara, Yehalchi, if that's true, Seifa, Diktani, there's a Seifa, meaning the next Mishnah is going to teach us, we have a, a Mishnah later on, it says in the morning, when you make Birchas Kriyashma, first, in, in the morning, you make a bracha, you make two brachas before Kriyashma, right? What do we make in the morning? What, what two brachas do we make in the morning before Kriyashma? What? In the morning, in the morning. And what do we make afterwards? Gal says two brachas before and one bracha afterwards. At night time we make two brachas before Kriyashma. And two brachas after Kriyashma. So listening to Arab Bisperesha. There, if we, have a, if we have an established principle already, that the, the Torah says b'shalch v'chov kumecha. It says kriyashma night first and then kriyashma on the day. Or we have a principle that the day always starts from night. Therefore, how come the Mishnah later on it changes from that pattern? It start talking about how many brachas you made in kriyashma shel aravis, and then tell me how many brachas you make in the kriyashma shel shachar. Why does the Mishnah go back and start with the morning and then switch to the night? Clear. So he answers the Gemara, Tana Pasach Ba'arvis. So really, the often Mishnah started with night. Vahada Tana B'Shachris. And then it taught us the din of Shachris. Then, continues the Gemara, 
Adekai b'shacharis. But now that we already are discussing shacharis, then pirishmili de shacharis. First, it went then and continued explaining all the different halachas of shacharis. Then it went back and taught us the dinim of Aravis. So if we're going to put that in layman's terms, what's that mean? We started establishing what the dinim are. You have the chiv to say Kriyashmat night from this time to that time. Then we talk about Kriyashmat Shacharis. Ah, it'll be from this time to that time. Why are you talking about Shacharis? So now I'll tell you how many brachas to make in Shacharis. We're talking brachas, now we have to finish and we'll talk about Aravis. So even though you're right in regards to the Pasuk, why do we start talking about Kriyashmat Shacharis? Because the Torah started talking about Kriyashmat Shacharis. Why is that? Because God works from night to day. Good. I we found a change in pattern. That's because we're already talking about the morning. But now that we already talked about the morning, so we'll continue talking about the morning. And we'll revert back to it. But it's not a change in pattern. It's just due to the, the simplicity of keeping within one topic, a topic at hand. That's the Gemara's answer. Yeah, clarification. How did they get involved in the topic of chakras? Why didn't they just continue through our business? Like they started the Halakhus Arvish, right? And they finish and then go to Shabbos. Is the next mission talking about maybe the time Kriyashma or Shabbos? So first we're establishing when do I read Kriyashma? Okay. I read Kriyashma in the morning, in the night, and then in the morning. Okay. So right now we're deriving it when at night. Then I'm going to derive it when in the morning. Okay. Then the Gemara is going to talk about brachos. So since the last topic we discussed is one in the morning, okay. so we're going to talk about the brachos of the morning. I right, finished talking about the brachos of the morning, so now we have to talk about the brachos of the night. Why isn't so once we're already once we're already talking about chakras, we're just going to continue talking about chakras. That's the Gemara's response. Why don't we just continue talking about Arvis? Because we already did talk, we exhausted the sourcing, the time period of Arvis. Right? Once we did that already, so then we switched to chakras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're adding, you're adding a, uh, an underlying reasoning why that, might, that principle might be true. Maybe. I'm open-minded. Yeah. Geschmack. Almost done Amut. Yeah. Amar So now we already sourced. We sourced, number one, we sourced Krishna. We sourced why the Mishnah is going this way. When we have three different opinions, why, when, when that time period is. Amar Mar. Yeah. So Mar says as follows. Yeah, the Mishnah said, when do we start saying Shema? When the Kohanim enter to eat Shuma. Michti, let's see. Michti always means let's see. Let's take a, right? Take a, a, a whoa, let's go slow. Michti, let's, let's go slow. Let's see. Kohanim emas ka'ochli Shuma. The Kohanim, when do they eat Shuma? Mishas tseisakechovim. They eat it from when the stars come out. So yes, the Gemara, a simple question. So why did the mission to say You have to talk backwards. Yeah, when the Kohanim come home, they start eating the Truma. They talked about Kohanim, he talked about Truma. It's just a simple question. Why do I read Krishma at night? Kohanim, Truma. Why are you getting all complicated? He answers the Gemara. So why do they do that? Why do they get all complicated? So an, an issue, a matter... Agav Orchei tangentially Kamash Malan we came to teach you yeah Milsa a matter a matter a concept an idea Agav Orchei tangentially Kamash Malan we came to teach you 
Kohanim, the Kohanim, imas ka'achli b'tshuma. When do they come to eat shuma? Mishat seisek ha'chavim. They come to eat at seisek ha'chavim. V'ha kamash malon, and that teaches us the kapara lima akva, that bringing a korban doesn't prevent them from eating shuma. Kidetanya. Like it was taught in the Brahis, I'm going to clarify soon. Doesn't prevent them from eating shuma. Prevent them. Ma'akva like, means ma'akiv to prevent, to withhold, to prevent them. I'll explain to you what this means momentarily. Kedetani, like it was taught in the Braisa, we bring a Pasuk here, Uba HaShemesh V'tiher. The sun came and they became purified. The coming of the sun, the falling of the sun, prevents them from eating truma. But bringing a sacrifice, a korban, doesn't prevent them from eating truma. Now, there's a halacha that there's sometimes when a person's tummy, and when the tummy, all they have to do is to go to the mikvah. The other times a person's tummy, besides going to the mikvah, they have to bring a korban. There's something called a zav. There's something called a zav gadol. He had three different instances where he saw a seminal emission, not really seminal, whatever. It's an emission that came from his his male organ. So there, if it was something called a ziva. So after he saw three of them consecutively, he has to bring, besides going to the mikvah, he has to bring a korban. So here we have a chiddush, that when can the kohanim eat shuma? Once they waited, whatever time period, they had to wait seven days. So they waited those seven days, they went to mikvah, they had a hire of shemesh, nightfall came. So even though they didn't bring the korban yet, they can eat shuma. That's the chiddush of the Mishnah. So we learned two things. Number one, kriya shema is from when the kohanim can eat the shuma. That's at night time, that's Seisakal Chavim. And number two, we learned that Kohanim can eat Truma even though they didn't bring a Korban which the Tuma, the state of Tuma, obligated them to bring. So even though they didn't bring that Korban, which they're still obligated to bring, they're going to have to bring it the next day, nonetheless, they're still able to eat Truma at night. That's the Chiddush, that's the additional Chiddush that the Mishnah came to teach us. It's random, agreed. When do they come to eat Shuma? From the time of Seisak Chavim. And it comes to teach come to teach us the Kapara that the atonement, i.e., the Korban that they have to bring, doesn't prevent them from eating the Shuma. Kedetanya, like it was taught in the Braisa. Uba Hashemesh Vitiher, the Pasuk says the sun came, it set, Vitiher, and they became purified. And now the Brice expounded, The setting of the sun prevented him, the Kohen, from eating Truma. But his bringing of the sacrifice does not prevent him from eating Truma. Yeah, that's the Kiddush of the thing. Is a clarification? Is it okay if we hold off? We're going to just... Uh, uh, kind of, it, it, are you not possible if you have about... Like, if you're about to carry once? That's something different. That there, there's no going to bring a carbon. So here we're talking about specifically on a tumor that you would have to bring a carbon also. Even if you didn't bring that carbon, going to the mikvah would suffice. Where's Shamshu? Is that Sansana? Right. Correct. The carbon is something additional, right? Correct. Correct. Sunset. Vyashim show sunset. The coming of the sun. The sun's coming down. It's coming down. Yeah. 
So now ask the Gemara a simple question. You don't have to be a chassid here. You don't have to just believe it just because I'm telling you. The Gemara is going to challenge, yeah? Who told you that the sun's, uh, the sun's coming, right? Quincy asked this. You didn't realize you're asking it. Yeah, Quincy asked the Gemara's question. Who told you that the coming of the Shemesh means the sun's setting? And that which it says, V'tahir meant that the day became pure, meaning the day purified him. The fact that the day ended, that establishes purity. Maybe it really means that the sun's coming. The sun rose. And what's it mean that he became pure? That the, guy, the man purified himself. How did he purify himself? By bringing the korban. Right? He can't bring korbanos at night. So now that the day came, the sun, ri- the sun rose, so he's able to bring a carbon. So how do we know that Bia Shemesh means sun setting, and that we just have to wait for Harav Shemesh and the sunset for him to be pure, to eat truma? Maybe we have to wait for the sun to come, meaning sunrise, and now that the sun rose, he's able to bring a carbon, and now that he can bring a carbon, now he's able to eat truma once he brings a carbon. So I'm a rabbi by Rav Shila. Rabbi by Rav Shila said, in Cain, if that was true, that we're talking about that he had to bring a korban, the Torah would have to say, Yitahir is a tzivui, it's a command. And Yitahir, if it was a tzivui, saying, you have to purify yourself. How do you purify yourself? Because you have to bring the korban. But my v'tihir, why does it say v'tihir? That it happens on its own. There's no command here. It's something which happens on its own. Tahir that means, that's what it reveals to us, that it means that the day sets, the sun sets. It's something which happens naturally. You don't have to do anything. And now, they're going to bring a colloquialism in order to buttress that. Like people say, The sun set, and the day became pure. So now we're proving to you from that colloquialism that V'tahir, of the Pasuk, means that the day set, the sun set. And now that the day ended, the sun set, even if he didn't bring a korban, nonetheless, the Kohanim are able to eat truma. And now we learn two halachas. Number one, you can start saying Kriya Shema Tzitzke according to the Mishnah. And number two, Kohanim, who were defiled, that had to bring a korban on top of their need to go to mikvah. Once they went to mikvah and there was the sun set, they can eat truma, irrelevant of whether or not they brought the korban. Two halachas. Gishma. And if it was, if, if it would have said, if it said v'yitah here, it's telling you you have to do something. You have to do something. What do you have to do? It says tire, but it can't go to mikvah. They're not, they're not pure anyway. Yeah, but that's beforehand. The adke adke dechei means is dach in the language of Aramaic is pure. V'dachi is pure. Means the day became pure, the sun set and the day became pure, meaning the day ended. Yeah? So now, that was our first way that we answered this question. What's the additional Kiddush that's coming to teach us through the, by having the time period of when you can eat truma be defined as when the Kahanim come to eat the truma? I mean, the time period of when you say Kriyashma as being when the Kahanim can come to eat truma. What was that Kiddush? Because Kahanim aren't dependent on bringing a korba. Good. Now, we have the same exact limud from a different place. Where was this happening? Where did this whole discussion happen? In Bavel, right? Now, it says, Bamarava. Where is Marava? Marava is the west. Where is west of Bavel? It's Israel. It's Israel. So now it's Israel. They didn't hear this discussion that Rabbi Bar of Shila had. 
And they asked this following question. That which the, the Chumash says, does that be a shimshahu? Does that mean that the sun set? And what's it mean that he became pure? That the day was what purified him. The fact that the day ended, that was allowed him to enter that status of purity so he could eat truma. Maybe it means just the opposite, that the sun rose. And what's it mean that he became pure? Tahir Gavra. That the man came and purified himself. How? Through bringing his carbon, through bringing his sacrifice. Right? So he, they had the same exact doubt that they had in Bavil and Eretz Yisrael. And as opposed to making a diuk in the Pasuk, right? as opposed to making a precise reading in the Pasuk and inferring from the language of the Pasuk, they had a b'raisa, which taught the halacha explicitly. Since it said in the b'raisa, simin the davar, a sign for when this zman that the Kohanim eat the truma is, is Tesek Chovim. Right? So, similar to others, Tesek Chovim, look for when the stars come out. When the stars come out, that's when you know that the Kohanim can eat the truma. So, it's pretty straightforward in the Braisa. We're talking about nighttime. So, Shemamina, Biyashim Shohu. So, therefore, we could derive from the Braisa that what's it mean of Bahashemesh, that the sun set, and what's it mean that it became pure, Tahir Yayma. So the day became pure. We had a question in the intent of the Mishnah, and we derived from a Braisa what the intent of the Mishnah was. Now, if you're going to ask me, how come Rabbi Rabbi Shila didn't know the Braisa? <laughs> so that, if you read, you all have a brachos. There's Akdama to the Talmud, written by the missing guy, the missing grown wrote, and the Akdama to the Talmud, that to be Haitana. To be an Amora, I'm sorry. To be an Amora, you had to know every Mishnah. Every, every Amora knew every Mishnah. Every Amora did not know every Braisa. So it could be that the Amora above didn't know this Braisa. And therefore, they made a diuk in a Pasuk. It could be that we don't pass in like every Braisa. So the fact that a, a Braisa said it doesn't mean that's the intent of our Mishnah. So that could be another reason why the people in Babel intended, they preferred to derive it from a Pasuk as opposed to the Braisa itself. Is it it's imperative? Because I don't want that... The clock's on the clock's on my eye, so I don't. Uh, I'm trying to do this quickly. I don't want uh, quickly but clearly, not to give up on either. Yeah, if it's not clear, you let me know. Yeah, I'm trusting you. You're writing on my rights. I'm saying you can kick me under the table or something. <laughs> Fine. So that was that. We have already so we defined the source. Kriyashma at night. We defined when the time is. We defined why we defined the why we defined the time of Kriyashma the way we did. And now we're going to go challenge. Is that really true? The next Gemara is going to say, we're going to bring six, maybe six different opinions about when you say Kriya Shema now at night, which one's earlier, which one's later, is the Mishnah like a Braisa, that's going to be a whole discussion. The discussion is, is this true? Yeah? So let's see. So Amr Mar, According to our Mishnah, you start saying Kriya Shema from the time period where the Kohanim come to eat the Truma. Raminu, this is a quote from the Mishnah. Ramino, I'll ask a contradiction. When do we eat, when do the, the Kohanim, I'm sorry, when do we say Kriya Shema at night? So this is a Braisa. The Braisa says, when do we say Kriya Shema at night? From the time period where a poor person enters his house to eat his bread and salt until the time period where he finishes eating. 
That's the whole spin that you have to say Krishna. No, pito is bread. Lechel pito, to eat his bread, like pas, pas b'melech teichel. Right, like the Mishnah Novel says. It's his bread. Lipater till he finishes. Ad until he stands up, lipater to finish, mitich sudasal. From his suda, from his meal. Yeah, it's not such a long thing. Because he goes to bed afterwards, presumably, right? He doesn't have candles. So what's he doing afterwards? He's going to bed. So that's according to this b'risa. So says says the the Gemara as follows: Seifa vade pligia masnisim. Avada, the end of this brayza contradicts our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, we had three different opinions. Let's not forget: four hours, six hours, until the end of the night, which is twelve hours. According to this brayza, it's much earlier, right? However long it takes you to eat bread and, and bench. So, but reisha milim pligia masnisim. But the reisha, which says that the time period that is when the poor person comes to eat his bread, does that contradict our Mishnah of tzesik lechavim or not? So says the Gemara, no, it has no contradiction. A poor person comes to eat his bread at Seisikachavim, and the Kohen is able to eat his Shuma at Seisikachavim, no contradiction. We're going to ask a contradiction, though. We have a new Brisa, a third Brisa. When do you start reading Kriyashima at night time? So he says from the time period that people come to their houses to eat their bread, to eat their meal, on Erev Shabbos. According, that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Erev Shabbos, we know that they eat their meals earlier than they did the rest of the week. They didn't have work. They davened early. They made early Shabbos. And then they came home earlier. So they had their suitors earlier. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. From the time period that the Kohanim came to eat the Truma. Simon the Davar, and when was that? Say so, 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 what, what's, what's the challenge? One second, one second, one second. So, they want us in the middle of the statement. Yeah, so let's make this clear. Right now, we brought a, a, a third b'risa, a second b'risa, a third, a third opinion. In the second b'risa, we have a machlikas, a mayor, and the chachamim. According to a mayor, the time period you eat is from when the people come from their house, Arab Shabbos, and according to the chachamim, when the kohanim are able to eat the truma. Now, we're going to go bring a proof. To one of the tzaddam of this Mishnah, the meaning, the opinion of the Chachamim, that the end of the day is from Tzaisik Chachamim. What is that? Even though I don't have something explicit, I have something which is an allusion to it. Because we have a Pasuk in Nechemia. We are working in doing our efforts. And we're putting in we're building up with our poles from this is talking about building the walls of the Beis HaMikdash right and they worked from until and the Pasuk afterwards says the night time for us was when we guarded we watched and the daytime we worked so now, ask the Gemara, can, this is all a continuation of the proof. Why does the Braisa say Omer when it brings the second Pasuk? Because it's as follows. If we only had the first Pasuk, it says, Right? Well, we're doing work from Allah Sashach to Tzitzach Chavim. 
Maybe you'll tell me that really when there's sunset, but stars don't come out yet, right? There's a time period from sunset to the stars come out. Benashmashos. Right? So you might think that really when sunset happens, Mika'ar Shimsha, when there's sunset, Lelyahu, that's night. The Inhu and these people that were working, the Machshachi, they were putting in, going in after hours. And they came at Allah Sashachta, Umekadmi. They just came earlier, they came before the day started. What's the Inhu? The Inhu, they, they, the workers, the Mechashchi, they worked late, right, like the language of Cheshech, they worked late. Umekadmi, like Kaidim, they came early. So, in order to teach you that's not true, Tashma, Therefore, the, the Bryce that brought you the second Pasuk, mishmar, that the night time was for watching, the day was Malacha. So you see an allusion to the fact the Pasuk in Nehemiah is teaching you that day was work, and according to the Pasuk in Nehemiah, day meaning work means that day is from Allah Sashachah till Seisachachavim. So the Chachamim who said in this Brisa that Simon the Dover is a Seisachachavim, they had a very nice source from the Pasuk in Nehemiah. How do we get this from? So where's the meaning? Huh? Where's the meaning? So he said, "This is we're about to get there." Wait. So what's the ve'omer? How's this like my ve'omer? So the ve'omer is telling you that don't think that if we just had the first part of the pasuk, you might think that the fact they worked from Alas Shachar till Tzitzikachavim was beyond the parameters of day. Overtime. They worked overtime. They worked before the day started and after the day ended. Therefore, the second pasuk told me that's called day, and whenever they were working, that was day. What was night? That's when they were watching to make sure no one messed with it. Yeah, so that's why we need the second pasuk. Now, comes along the Gemara and explains so why is this all irrelevant? Where's the contradiction? So, so I would think then that ani ubnei adam If ani ubnei adam what's that mean? That the ani of our brisa is that ani's nechnas lechol pital is the same thing as bnei adam, right? The bnei adam are coming to nechnas tita truma. If that's true, then that means that the first Braisa is going like Reb Meir, right? The first Braisa is going like Reb Meir. The Braisa of Ani is going like Reb Meir that says, like Bnei Adam. So that's a different time than Seisa Kachavim, because we have Machlokas, Reb Meir and the Chachamim. So if you hold that Ani and Bnei Adam are the same time, so then Ani can't be the same din as Kohen. Kohen is Seisa Chachamim. That's the that's the Chachamim. So you have a Machlokes or Meir and the Chachamim, and we're telling you, Meir is. Let's get this clear, guys. We have a Mishnah, then we have a Brisa. The Brisa told us Ani Nichnas Pital, right? That's the first Brisa. The second Brisa brings a Machlokes from Meir and the Chachamim. Meir says Mishal Shemnei Adam Nichnasin BeArve Shabbosos LeEchol Pital, right? And then the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Meir, and they say, Now, if Bnei Adam and Ani are the same shear, it's the same thing, right? It's the same time. So then, if there's a machlokas between Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim, so that means that Ani can't be Because definitionally, if Ani and Bnei Adam are the same time, they have to disagree with the Chachamim. The Chachamim says Kachavim. So the Yamas Ani so Sakadaitech the Ani Bene Adam Khadshirahu. The Yamas Ani the Kohen Khadshirahu. So what are you gonna tell me? That the Ani of the first Braisa and the Kohen of our Mishnah are one shear, then Chachamim Hainirid Meir, then there's no machlokas. 
Because if the Ani is the same as the Bnei Adam, and that's all working with the assumption that Ani is also the Kohanim of our Mishnah, that means that there's no Machlokas, Chachamim Remeir, and that can't be. So, Elish Mamino. So, what can we derive from there? That Ani, Shiur Luchud, the Kohen Shiur Luchud. It must be then that Ani is a different than, than Kohen. And then Ani and Bnei Adam are one time period. When is that? Before it says the Right? Well, we don't know yet. We'll see. Right? That'll be before. They'll be before it says the And Kohen of our Mishnah is going to be. Is going to be says the And then we're going to be say that there's a machlokas between the Brice and the Mishnah. So say answer the Gemara. No, don't say that. Say Ani v'Kohen Chad Shiro. Say the two Brices is the first Brice that doesn't disagree with our Mishnah. Ani is the same thing as Kohen. They're both Tzitzikochavim. The Ani Yubnei Adam Lavchad Shiruhu. And when it comes to the two Brises, the Brise of Ani and the second Brise of Bnei Adam of Remeir, those are two different time periods. So the Ani eats later, right? And the Bnei Adam Erev Shabbos eat earlier. And therefore, the Brise of Ani can be the same thing as Kohen, Tzitzikochavim. And the Brise of Remeir that talks about Bnei Adam coming out of Shabbos, that'll be an earlier time period. Right, but one of those has to go. Either Ani and Bnei Adam have to be the same, and Kohen's a different time, or Ani and Kohen could be the same, and Bnei Adam has to be a different time. But once there's a machlokas between Remeir and the Chachamim, so Bnei Adam and Kohen can't be the same. So only one that can be flexible is Ani. So Ani is either like the Chachamim, it's either like Remeir. And those are the Gemara's two stances. Yeah. <coughs> Ani is talking about Ani and Chol. Yeah. Bnei Adam are talking about on Shabbos. How could they claim it's Yisak Chavim? I don't know. He's working till then. How do you eat? How do you eat without seeing anything? Listen, there was there was starlight. There was Yisak Chavim. There was moonlight. Huh? Come again? You don't have a proof. We got an earlier on Shabbos. Huh? There is a dinner of Shalom Bayes by candles, for sure. Rashi says, "Ba'arve Shabbosis mimayrin the suda shakol muchan." They eat earlier because everything's ready. Rashi says they eat earlier on Shabbos. So I hear your svaros. I'm not saying not, but somehow the fact that they didn't have a candle during the week, they still were able to eat. Whether there was moonlight, there was starlight, whatever it was. He was out late working. He was out late working until he could. Yeah. Okay. We have one more b'raisa here, yeah? Let's do a quick cheshbon in the b'raisa. And this is, I'm saying, this next Gemara should go quick. So now, comes along the Gemara as follows. Now, what are we saying? We just left off saying no. That really, this first b'raisa of Ani and our mission of Kohen are really one shear. Everything says the Is that true? We're going to ask you from a different b'raisa. When are you going to say Krishma at night? 
is from the time when the day became sanctified according to that's the opinion of Rebbe Yezer. Opinion number one. Rebbe Yeshua Eimer Misha Shekahanim Metuharim Neechel Betshumasan. Rebbe Yeshua says our time period, the time period when the Kahanim will come tar to eat. So so far, Rebbe Yezer is Kiddush Hayim is by Shkia, right, by sunset. Now we have a second opinion. That's Rebbe Yeshua is Tzisik Echavim. Rebbe Meir Ulmer Misha Shekahanim Tuivlim Neechel Betshumasan. Rebbe Meir says a whole new opinion. The time period when Kohanim go to the mikvah. When they go to the mikvah, that's when you can go ahead and say, Kriya Shema Shal Arvis. Yes, the Gemara, Amr Le Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Meir, How could you say that's called Ushach Bechol? That they're going down to sleep. They table them and it's still daytime. Now, we don't have an answer to that question. The Gemara will see soon who's going to address this. Yeah? Rebchenina Ulmer, a fourth opinion. When a time where a poor person comes to eat his bread and salt. Right? So now we see clear that we have a time period called Seisei And according to Rabbi Hanina, we have a different time period called when a poor person comes to eat his, his bread with salt. So Rabbi Chai Amila, Rabbi Acha, so either Rabbi Chai or Rabbi Acha, Rimer, a fifth opinion, A time period where the majority of people come to eat their bread, Yisuda. Now comes along the Gemara and says Kasha. If you're going to say Ani and Koin is one time period, then Rav Chanina, who said, That says the time where Kohanim went to Arim. And the fact that the Brice abroad is two different opinions clearly indicates that it's not the same time. So how can we say Ani and Koin in the same shear? It's the same time period. Seemingly, we can see clearly from this third Brice, that the first price and the Mishnah disagree. Is it clear that we see there separate times? Yes, it's clear we derive it. So we see clearly that when it comes to Ani, Ani is a different time period than Tzayzak Chavim. The first price we brought from the third price that it can't be that those two things work together and it's a dispute. Now yes, the Gemara, which one's later? It makes sense to say that the Ani is later than Seisek Chavim. Why? Because if you're going to say Ani is earlier than, than Seisek Chavim, then Reb Chanina Hainu Reb Liyazer. Reb Chanina is going to be Reb Liyazer. Reb Liyazer is the one that said Shkia. So if it's not Bibiod Yom, it's not during the daytime when the Kahana could be Tovil. So what's later than when they could be Tovil, but earlier than Seisek Chavim? Shkia. Shkia, that's Rebbe Yezer. So it must be, Ani is later than even Seisek HaChavim. So Ani is even going to be later than Seisek HaChavim. That means that the time period where it's called Uvshoch Bechol, when you go to sleep, is later than Seis. Seis comes, and then after a certain amount of time, after Seis, that's when people start going to bed. So that's the Gemara's resolution. And therefore we've proven that the first Brisa actually disagrees with the Mishnah, not just in when the end period is, but even when the beginning period is of Krishna. Yeah. Can you give me, you give me one more minute? Okay. So now, like this. We have an interesting opinion here, right? The interesting opinion here is Rabbi Meir, the, the, the Kahanim HaToyvul, 
If you ask in the trivial during the day, what are you doing? How can you say that? So says the Gemara, Amar Mar, Amar Le Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said to Rav Meir, Malakohanim Yibayim Him Tevdim. Shat Berka Amar Le Rav Yehuda Le Rav Meir. Yehuda asked a good kasha to Rav Meir. What happened to that? So Rav Meir Hachi Ka Amar Le. Rav Meir says as follows. What, did, right, what was the Rav Meir's response? Mi Savras Ta Ona Abina Shmoshus Didoch Ka Amina. Who said that I'm referring to your Bina Shmoshus? I'm referring to the Bina Shmashas of Rabbi Yosi. The Amr Rabbi Yosi, because Rabbi Yosi says, Bina Shmashas Keheref Ayin. Bina Shmashas is a time period that lasts the blink of an eye. Zenichnas Vizayetse. Day comes in, day leaves, and night comes in. And it's impossible to know which is what. So now, how does that answer anything? So there's a Machlikis in the Gemara and Shabbos. The Machlikis in the Gemara Shabbos is a Machlikis whether, how long is Bina Shmashas? According to Rabbi Yehuda, there's two opinions there and according to Rabbi Yehuda. Either it's two-thirds of the distance, the time, amount of time it takes a person to walk the distance of two-thirds of a mil, or the amount of time it takes to walk three-quarters of a mil. Rashi here says half a mil. I'm Rabbi Kiva Eger. He has the kasha already. A mil. A mil is about 18 minutes, give or take. So two-thirds of a mil would be 12 minutes, three-quarters of a mil would be 13 and a half minutes. Right? I think. Makes sense? Maybe. I think that makes sense. Now, I'm going to go to college and I can do that math. Yeah? So now, it's not like this. So that's according to Rabbi Huda. Guys, it's okay, it's good, it's good. It's, it's, it's 13 and a half. It's, 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 not, it's not debatable. Yeah? Three quarters of 18 is 13 and a half. Now, 13 and a half. He's a, he's a, he's a philosophy major. It's okay. Yeah? So now, guys, like this. So now, according to Behuda, Benish Mosh is a time period. So that means that he has to table before that time period. Right? So that time period, if we have a time period of, let's say, of 13 and a half minutes, so if this is Tesek Ochavim and this is Shkia, they have to table here. According to Rabbi Meir, Bina Shmoshes is not a time period. You can't even discern it. So it went automatically from day to night. So there was a Bina Shmoshes there. So the fact that a coin can table five seconds before nighttime is not a problem. So the whole question of Rabbi Huda is only a question according to Rabbi Huda. But according to Rabbi Meir, if he holds like Rabbi Yossi, that Bina Shmoshes is Keherifayin, so then, it's essentially, it's essentially not so different in a practical sense than Eliezer. In Lumdus, it's slightly different because it has to be beforehand. But in a practical sense, what are you asking? Ah, it's daytime. Yeah, it's daytime. And in a half a second later, it's nighttime. So what do you want from me? That's called That's he's going to sleep. That's the mayor's answer. So now, well, what are you saying? Hold on one second. I'm almost ready for you. I'm almost ready for you. I'm, I'm bated breath. So ask the, ask the Gemara, Kasha Dermeyer Dermeyer. Now we have an issue here. We have a steer Dermeyer. Why? Because we had the, in the second Brysa, let's not forget, the second Brysa quoted Dermeyer saying when? As when B'nai Odom, or Nechnos and Echel B'Trumosan, right? And now according to the third Brysa, what's Dermeyer? When a Kahana Metuvlim. So Dermeyer, which, which Dermeyer are you? Which Dermeyer? Dermeyer, what's your opinion? B'nai Odom are coming to eat is a different time period than before. Mm-hmm. 
Right? Again, B'nai Kalabalam coming to eat is the opinion of, we have in the third b'raisa, that's the opinion of Rabbi, of Rav Acha. So it can't be the same thing as Rameyer in the third b'raisa. So it says the answer to the Gemara, ah, you're right, it's a steer in Rameyer. We have two different Mishnahic sources which have a contradiction what the opinion of Rameyer was. Granted, it's a contradiction. Whatever it was, yeah. They heard it differently, or maybe Rameyer, they, had a, they misheard the Masorah, maybe Rameyer changed his mind at a different time. I don't know what happened. According to two opinions, two Tanaic authors, according to the mayor. Now, Kasha de Rebbe Yelezer, Adar Rebbe Yezer. What's that Kasha? Rebbe Yezer of the Mishnah. What was Rebbe Yezer of the Mishnah? Rebbe Yezer of the Mishnah says, Seisek Echavim. Seisek Echavim until Hashem But when do you start? Seisek Echavim. According to Rebbe Yezer of this Braisa, when do we go? Shkia. Kasha and Rebbe Yezer. So answer the Gemara, two answers. Either there's two opinions according to Rebbe Yezer, or or you could say it's not two opinions according to what Rameyer held, but Reisha lav Rebbe Yezerhu. When we said the Reisha, the Reisha of the Mishnah, which says, that wasn't Rameyer. That was across the board. What was Re- I mean, that wasn't Rebbe Yezer. That was across the board. The only thing Rebbe Yezer said was, Ad Sofa Shmarishayna. So when the the right, it's like uh, we'll cut the mission in half. The mission made a statement, period. Now, like we pointed out already, the Chacham and Rebbe also agree to that. So where was Rebbe as a statement? That was only until Ad Sefer and then there's no contradiction between Rebbe own opinion. Rebbe opinion is when can you start reading Shkia? I the Mishnah. The Mishnah is not Rebbe Yezer in, the, in that, that part of the Mishnah. When it, it starts it's, from. It's, 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 it's Yeah. Okay.